0: All right, what's going on guys? Welcome back to car talk. I'm Ryan joined as always by Tyler and Lou Today we are going to talk about game seven in the NBA finals we'll talk about the NHL Stanley Cup that's coming up We've got a record sale for a Barry Bonds card. We're going to talk about a redemption a Scandal per se that uh, made its rounds on social media this weekend. We'll get into that I uh, have got some- love scandal <laughs> we've got some questions. Uh, we've got play of the week, so we've got a lot to, to get into. Uh, but first, the usual—what we do every single week—we're going to start with what's on your mind. Ty's giggling. He—he he looks like he's in a good mood. Vibes are high for Ty today on this uh this fine Tuesday. So we'll uh, Ty,
1: we'll start with you today. Penn State got robbed in the <laughs> men's lacrosse semifinals over the weekend. Uh, they went up toe to toe against the number one team, Duke. I'd say it was unranked to start the year, kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and in overtime of the semifinals at Lincoln Financial Field, there was a unfortunate goal by Duke. Stepped in the crease a little bit. No review. Ref comes in and says, goal. All of a sudden, we lose, even though we shouldn't have lost. Um, we maybe would have lost fair and square, but tough way to bow out. Should they know. have
2: reviewed that? I don't understand.
1: I don't think there. There's no video review. Yeah. Okay. There wasn't until this past weekend, and now there will be. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, thirty thousand people at the final yesterday. That's yeah, cool. I, f-
2: I feel like the final four. What are the? What do they call the final four for lacrosse? The final four. It's
1: a the Memorial Day weekend stable.
2: It's like, yeah, and then it's where the entire lacrosse community like converges on one city for one week.
1: For sure. And the community, the lacrosse world is kind of tight-knit. Yeah. They, uh, and, yes, it's like the weekend where it all comes to be. If Penn State made the game, there would have been more than 30,000 for sure. Philly, Penn State, the whole nine. There was a good good crew there. Um, but that was tough. Played some mediocre golf over the weekend. That was tough. What's mediocre um, for Ty? Ty. Like High 80s. 80s. Yeah. High 80s. High 80s. Um and beautiful weekend. First weekend around in the last couple of years that it hasn't rained on Memorial Day weekend. Um, get my collection dialed in, starting to starting to think about national a little bit. Um V Friends cards, we were talking about a bunch over the weekend. I was hanging out in the Discord with some peeps. Um Yeah, I got a text about that this weekend for the first time in a while. Yeah back in action mm-hmm. um so yeah just i feel like it's road to natty now which i'm excited about and uh it's summer it's officially summer birthday friday um just Big appreciate birthday. everyone tuning in and yeah not a long what's on my mind life's good waking up happy waking up feeling good grateful to hang with ryan and lou this morning monaco mm-hmm. was this weekend um you know and away we go lewis was excited about his car i think spain is next Monaco, he was like, "Look, you don't really get to fully let the car live in Monaco." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first time, if you watched, it was the first. So I think new deal between Monaco and F1. It was the first time that they broadcasted the over, uh, like drone shots from above. In like Monaco, a helicopter. Was, like that a helicopter. Was the first time they did that. Yeah, full <laughs> overhead scenes. I don't That's know cool. why I think there was a deal. I think Monaco, they control the TV rights stuff, but there was some changes and tweaks in there. Maybe someone who's more hip to it could uh, fire out us on Twitter or in the comments on YouTube. But yeah, that was a new little production thing this weekend. Um, but it's summer, baby. And I'm ready to turn it up.
0: Lou, what's on your mind?
2: Um, I'm excited about summer as well. I feel like
0: that was definitely going to be what's on my mind for sure.
2: Yeah. I, now that you just said that out loud, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. damn, it's gonna be so much fun.
0: Yeah. I know. I feel like
2: there's a lot of good opportunities. This summer heading into a big fall for me and Tyler personally, uh, with mm-hmm. football. So a couple of things for me. Number one is the Taylor Swift concert this weekend. I live I now live decently close to where that is, to where that concert took place. So the traffic around here was out of control if you got like, near the stadium, especially on Friday night. It was like crazy. Um, never seen anything like that around here. Part of that was Aaron Rodgers was in the building for two of the three shows over the weekend. It was having an absolute ball. So I was just following those videos throughout the weekend laughing. <clears throat> um, and then in the collectibles world, Ryan, I feel like you might be able to help me a little bit with this. I'm looking for ideas. I would say Succession is in my top three to five favorite shows of all time and that ended this weekend. I watched it live from the first week I saw an ad on YouTube in 2015 and I was like this show looks good I'm gonna watch this show and I watched it and I got into it and I loved it and it officially finished this uh, past Sunday night and I was thinking to myself alright what do I want to commemorate that show like I need something I need to own something whatever and unless you watch a show there's gonna be it, there's certain specific things that are worth owning on that show that if they ever came up for sale, I would definitely want to buy them. But do you I think like is that. something is something like a script that is that something you want to hold as as a fan of a TV show, or is it um, like a random little prop? I I would almost I'm trying to decide if I want to try to get a script from one of the episodes that I love. Like there's something like that that's percolating in my head right now, so I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts. Yeah. Pilot pilot script is interesting.
0: Yeah, I I mean. My first thought is like, how often does that stuff become available? Like, yes, is it like, hey, you get your, 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 you know, your pick here, like you get to pick kind of whatever you want, or is it like, hey, there's a script for sale for the first time in five years, like they don't ever pop up?
2: Um, so the the scripts come up randomly, and they use, and if they're signed, depends who they're signed by, obviously, but they're somewhere in the neighborhood of like 200 to 500 bucks.
0: That doesn't seem bad at all,
1: yeah, that does, yeah. Like I, a I, don't I don't know the show. I hundred bucks. Really?
2: Brian Cox, like the main character on the show.
1: Yeah. Who? Who does he play? He plays Logan, the dad. He plays Logan. Got it. I um. To me, I don't know if it's his office. Again, without I've only I've probably seen it eight episodes total, yeah. and I, I went to watch something. Something from his My parents dead. and I passed. Yeah, like i I'm a more of a prop. I think I'm a prop guy as well. Like, is there a handful of props that are known for the show, and like, don't need to be crazy, but it's like, yeah, that was in that, like, that was from the show, and it's just part of your background or whatever. Photo
2: matching to an episode. Correct.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Is there something that hung on the wall that maybe goes behind you on the wall of your show, a talk, you know, like, and then it's like that was from the show.
2: They filmed a lot. That's what. That's how I I would find something
1: to me a prop is more interesting than than okay. a script because of display purposes it can be part of you know your thing and then you just nod to it but or okay. you could frame the script but
2: okay
0: agreed
2: all right that's on my mind i'm just thinking about succession and summertime
1: like a desk lamp the desk lamp from his desk mm, in so his stiff. office <laughs> I just got to find
2: a way because I feel like those things come available on places that aren't your traditional auction yeah. sites. Yep. So I need to figure out where those are. That's where
0: our, our guy support. Ty comes in.
1: You know what I've been thinking about? What? And I know we're running on a little bit. on what's on your mind before we get to Ryan. How do I get involved some way in this HBO Harry Potter show? Because I was thinking, I'm like, okay, he, think about how big of a business is. is. First, I'm thinking about um, just, like, the show running. And, like, whoever J.K. Rowling decides that she wants to do business with, like, immediately is busy for the next 10 years and making a ton of money. Like, <laughs> and, and it's like, okay, what are, like, all the different aspects of what's going on? Because people are working. I mean, talk about building sets. And, you know, you just think about the Game of Thrones production over that many yeah. years. And, like. People dedicate their lives to it and live in and scout. Just think about being a location scout. Sick.
2: How much so, would you pay to be an extra? If I told you that's, here, here, let's let's start here. Would you pay ten thousand dollars to be an
1: extra for one episode?
2: <laughs> ten thousand. dollars question. Cash money on the table because they kind of do show. those
1: things where they'll like sell them or you know like. And um, I'm
2: trying to figure out where your where your. I need a line. Thinking about. I need a cam. line. I need
1: a. I need a line. Did a couple what words. What about an in Just just line. a line, just one like, line. Walking like, down like, the
0: hallway. Hell, hello, Mr. Potter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, oh, yeah.
1: great to see you back again, Mr. Potter. And that's, and, it. Uh, <laughs>
0: and that's it. Ten grand.
1: Yeah, if I get a line, I'm in. No line, twenty five sure. grand. Mm, Too I much. Need, okay. Like, we're I, trying, I I'm trying to. A, find at least a line. I need a, a twenty five grand. You need to be involved in an episode, in a plot of a single episode. Doesn't need to have an arc, just yeah. like maybe you you're like the... seen early on and seen late, and it's a clip. Like
0: Ty's gonna be like the guy that like Malfoy hires to like help blow up like mm-hmm. the, you know one of the rooms, and like he gets killed in the explosion. Like Ty, yeah. exactly, like same episode. That, <laughs> same episode. I
1: mean, same episode in funny. out. That's it. That's very
0: funny. yeah. Um, so, Ryan, what's on your mind? Yeah, summertime for sure. Long weekend. Um, it's nice to have an extra day. Went to Shipshawana, Indiana. I told you guys that earlier. Um, show that my buddy B Sports runs. It's one of the best shows in the country. And, and I was talking with him this weekend, and you know, it, it's. I, I told you guys, it's literally in the middle of nowhere, Indiana, like mm-hmm. north, no, northern Indiana. And I told you, there's horse and buggies everywhere. There's the um, like. It is. It is very, very they different. Got Amish than, in Indiana. Yeah, northern. I mean, it's literally. We probably there was one time we went like there's like. 80 of them in a row all going to, like, I don't know. I don't know where they're going, but, like, they're traveling somewhere. And, you know, I tell Brad, like, it's it's less than two hours from Chicago. It's less than three hours from a lot of the major cities in Michigan. It's less than four hours from Cleveland. It's less than four hours from Columbus. And it's less than, like, five hours from Cincinnati. And it's under two hours from Indi- uh, Indianapolis. So it's, like, it's actually not in a bad spot if you're – you know, just a four-hour or less car ride from that location. It's got kind of like a nice. It's, again, it's in the middle of nowhere, but it, it's become a really good show for people like in that area to, uh, you know, meet up and buy and sell. And it's it's got a lot of good pub, a lot of good dealers. So it was a lot of fun. Um, we bought a lot. We like vlogs will will drop on YouTube this week, but it was a it was a really 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 good show, and it was honestly probably one of the best three shows I've I've been to. Like, really, like some of the good Dallas shows, you know, some of those vibes there were really, really good. Uh, but just in terms of like what we picked up in um, the deals, like it was, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, so that was fun to do that. Um, Reg was also in the the New York metropolitan area this weekend uh, near my friend Lou um, visiting Taylor Swift in MetLife, uh, MetLife Stadium. And I told you guys before, man, I'm, I'm not sure there's anything bigger on earth than Taylor Swift, um, because I just know what those tickets cost. And that is, um, it, i uh, it's an obscene, like for any amount of money, I, I was, so I saw something on TikTok this morning that talked about like the third night in MetLife. So like, this would have been like Sunday night, obstructed view seats got over $2,000, $2,000 for an obstructed view. Like the corner behind the stage and like the top, like to barely see her, just to be in the same breathing the same air as this girl, like $2,000 for obstructed view. Nah, man. I, yeah, it was, it was. And yeah, I, I again, I, I looked on Ticketmaster this weekend and you know, you see them I and it's like, this is, I mean, I thought, the, I thought the Super Bowl was expensive. And then you see what four hours to watch Tara Swift sing a bunch of songs you can hear on the radio every day is wild that
2: is the super bowl
1: i mean I, her autos I, do numbers yeah oh.
2: yeah look she's at them the super bowl 50 times in the next
0: few months yeah look at so ty reg just talking to me. this is the and this is the collector i mean she's like she's like uh they got these like blue, the cds right she's like they got these cds you can buy four per person i'm like mm-hmm. I'd, buy, I'd buy buy four Mm-hmm. Buy as many as you. Can that had a
2: secret track on it or whatever.
0: I said, tell tell him you're pregnant. And ask if you buy four for him too. Like yep. <laughs> buy, buy as buy as many as you can. Like I'm like I know what these will sell for. And she's like, yeah, there's like this exclusive like crew neck that's mm-hmm. blue that's mm-hmm. only being sold on tour. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. What's that cost? And I think she's like sixty dollars. That, that thing on it's eBay free. like north of two hundred dollars. I'm like, well, and so she's like, yeah, they don't have any blue ones left.
2: Dude, if if you're uh, with all due respect, to everyone of all, if you're a dude listening to this show who thinks they're too good for Taylor Swift, like wake up. There is serious opportunity. In the mix. opportunities happening
0: during this dude. tour. You need to pay attention. Oh my goodness, my like sister-in-laws like are obsessed with her. Like it, I mean, I don't know if I know anybody that has like that big of a following anywhere that I've ever like witnessed. Like Taylor Swift, it is wild
2: hundred dollars for a T-shirt from the tour, two hundred and seven dollars for a merch box, hundred and twenty dollars for a pullover. Like, come on!
0: <laughs> come that's great. I respect it. Yep, yeah. it's wild. So, yeah, Taylor Swift, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Swift to the moon for sure. Um, and then, I mean, I you know, kind of what else is on my mind? Um, I watched game Game Seven last night. I know that's kind of like our next segment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've been very open on this show and for a long time on like social, like I was really big into Tatum early. I had some cool Tatum stuff. I am a Tatum believer, but I'm not sure I've seen a more inconsistent superstar than Tatum. I get it. He got hurt, but like he was out there, he was playing. Like if you're out there and you're like, if you're out there play, if you're not out there, like if you can't play, don't play. Like I get it. Um, but we saw this in the last series and he had 51 points in game seven, like willed his way you know, they won that series through his 51. But there's some games you're like, dude, what is this dude doing? And it's like you either get, like, top five player in the world or you get, like, second, you know, you get a, a second superstar. Like, he's not the guy. And it is uh, – I think that's kind of what's on my mind here is obviously I want the Celtics to win. I want to Tatum, them. But um, it, it kind of leads into a bigger point of I think the NBA is going to be interesting this summer. I think you're going to see some teams blow it up. I'm not sure the Celtics will run it back there. The Bucks fired their coach. What are they going to do? What's Giannis going to do? What's Kyrie going to do in, in Dallas? You know, sounds like it may end up being in LA. Like what's happening there. What are the Phoenix Warriors? What are what are the Warriors going to do? Jordan Poole, you would say is probably not coming back. Are they going to re-sign Clay? Or is he going to take less money? The the Suns got KD. Like there's just a lot of, of stuff New York going on. Boggers. Yeah. The Knicks, like, I think it's going to be a very, very, very interesting summer. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's. I think it's. I think the start of next season will look a lot different than how this one ended.
1: The Celtics are the to very some to plays. plays. The, Knicks <laughs> need to get them. the Knicks. It's all about the Knicks. Are we going to ship Randall? What are we doing? Because I think we 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 should be playing in the conference finals next year. Uh, we got J- Bronson. Yeah, it's all about the Knicks, in my opinion. Ty,
0: would you take the Knicks or the Jets first? As a fan? No, like to to
1: win. To win at all? The Jets are way better positioned right now. Currently. No, I'm just saying if
0: I'm saying if you, Tyler Schmidt, get to pick one of them to win t- next season, who are you taking?
1: Like if I could just who do I want to Who would you win rather more? have a title with? A J- yes.
2: the, t- the Knicks or the Jets? I think the Knicks.
1: Yeah, I mean, personally, it's the Knicks. But for my family and friends and overall, like, the Jets would be a lot of fun, obviously, because of Gary, AJ, the crew that I go to game. Like, I go to the Jet home games. And yeah. I'm very much invested over my life. I'm a bigger basketball fan. I'm a bigger NBA over NFL. I'm a bigger Knicks fan over Jet fan. But if the Jets were to win, that'd be a pretty epic run of fun times. So, like, uh, both would be epic. I mean, if Penn State can make the college football playoff.
0: Like, I, I knew that would be your answer, so I didn't say that. So that's why I was more curious on the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. But, Lou, what were you saying? I think you said something about the Celtics.
2: Yeah, I, just, I think they are in an interesting position, and I think they are kind of the – the decision with Jalen Brown, I think, is going to change a lot for a lot of teams. So, like, if they decide they want to move Jalen Brown, there's four or five teams that instantly go into the race for him. And what that means for the Celtics, what that means for the NBA at large is crazy. And then, like I was saying to you guys before we started, and I'm not going to get into it because I don't know all the details. I'm not a math guy. I'm not a numbers guy. But this CBA stuff seems like it has a very big impact on the NBA in the future. Immediately, because it starts, it kicks in immediately starting next year, so there's going to be a lot of implications for these higher-end teams that are on the higher end of the salary cap. Um, I would recommend listening to Simmons and Rossillo talk about it on their podcast. They had all the information. They had the examples of, like, you can really only have two stars on your team now. And what does that mean for the rest of the players, and um, how these teams operate going forward is going to change a lot, I think. So it's going to be a very interesting summer in the NBA.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think so, too. I think it's going to be an interesting... I think there's going to be repercussions in cards, though. Yes. Um, You know, you're going to have some guys that are, you know, is Jalen Brown going to get moved to be a superstar on a team? Is he going to be expected to be a one somewhere? And his stuff goes up. Um, Are The Celtics, you know, I told you earlier, like, I heard some talk about, like, Dame getting traded to Boston. Like, is Dame stuff going to be affected? What happens with Jordan Poole if he gets moved? Like, is KD going to a, what, fifth team now? I mean, I think. Yeah, five. Like, what's gonna happen there? Just it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. But we just have to have the finals first. Heat in Denver. Um, Should be a walkover. Yeah, I, Let's like be honest. I see the Heat. I see the Jimmy Butler. I'm like, man, there, there's, there's some dogs on that team. Like, they're good. But I'm like, I don't think anybody's beaten. Jokic How do you
1: even United? stop the pick and roll? The Murray Jokic pick and roll is just like, and then not you have MPJ a, on the heat wing. Even. It's
0: crazy. It's not going to be Bam out of bio stopping Jokic. That's for sure.
2: No, it's Bam and Kyle Lowry against Jamal Murray and Jokic. We got issues, boys.
0: But Kartok does does have an MPJ Finals MVP bet.
2: By the way, he's up to plus 21,000 now. So the odds actually went down.
1: (laughs) The the odds are worse. Do you want to double
2: Yeah,
0: Two bucks a piece. (laughs) Two bucks a piece. Okay. right, let's get to, get a $10 bet. Just oh, th- throw some more on it. Five bucks a piece. I'm in. Every game, we just keep doubling down um, on it.
2: Yeah. I think I
0: have a $5 bet on MPJ to score more than 30 points in a game. He'll get that. i like, I think it pays, it's like, pays $45 if it wins.
2: Not bad.
0: Question. Uh, yep. So predictions here. Yeah. Wait, what are we? He or... Nuggets in four. Nuggets in I have
1: five. Nuggets in five. I bet six.
0: it last night.
2: I think I like them in six. That's fair. I like them. I in did. A, I did the exact game order bet.
1: Did you? Which was? yeah. One. Uh, one Nuggets win the first. Heat win the second, and then it's three from there.
2: No, I have Nuggets. Nuggets. Heat win one at home. Nuggets. Nuggets.
0: I think it's four straight. Could mm. be. Yeah, I don't think anybody's stopping that three. One and two, and then MPJ in the mix there. Aaron Gordon, like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the nuggets. It would be cool. Like, I, I Jimmy Butler, man, I, I, again, I, he doesn't get a lot of loving cards. He's a real quiet superstar, but he is so good.
2: He is so good. He's been through he, like a journey, too, to like get to this point with the heat.
1: For sure. I can't believe they won last night.
0: I, yeah. He, they're good. They've got some real talent on that team.
2: I think the Tatum injury was a big deal, and it actually is a, it's a sure. very good excuse that they could use to run it back next year. Sure. But the Heat were just wire to wire much better last night overall.
0: Tatum or no Tatum injury. Yeah. Yeah, it does suck. He got hurt. But, man, I just – I felt like this First entire – First play of the game. This entire playoffs, like, it was either you got 51 in game seven, like, top five player in the league, or you got, like – I mean, I told you he had more turnovers this year than he did assists. Like yeah. – I think there was, what, some crazy – there was some crazy stat. I don't know what – I don't remember what it was, so I'm not going to, like, mess this up. But we're, like, he didn't have, like, a field goal in the fourth quarter. Crazy. So, I'm excited for the offseason. But uh, another little prediction. Not sure if any of you guys have watched much of it so far. I've actually kept up with it more than, uh, you know, most years. But the NHL playoffs are coming to an end as well. Stars were down 3-0. Won two games uh, at home, trying to force a game seven against Vegas. Uh, You got two nothing real, real quick. Three nothing and a one. Lost six to zero uh, last night. Crazy Uh, Dallas (laughs) is who who I was pulling for post Edmonton losing. Um, But you're going to have another Florida team in another finals as the Florida Panthers take on uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Any uh, any predictions there on who you expect to uh, who expect to win? I I don't know this.
2: Yeah, Vegas is supposed to be the winner, right?
0: Yeah, Vegas is definitely favored.
1: They've been grinding parlay.
0: But I'm telling you what, man. Like, if you've like I've watched a couple games from Florida. Like when I'm working late at the shop on whatnot, like we have the game on. They are such a gritty team. Like Matthew Kachuk is on fire! Fire! He is so good. Like, scored in, like, game – what was it, game six, game five? Like, whatever the last game they played was. Scored with, like, four seconds left to send them. Like, dude, he's he's the real deal. He's on fire this postseason. Bobrovsky obviously looks really good. Um, sucks seeing him there as a fellow Jacket. Like, not going to root for him for sure. Um, but, man, they look – they look just like the Miami Heat. Just like the Miami Heat. Nobody picked them to be there. Nobody would have ever expected them to be there. And now they're there, and you're like, "Well, we're not gonna pick. we're gonna pick against them again. We're gonna pick them against them again. We're gonna pick against them again." I don't know. Uh, it, it's gonna be an interesting series. I expect Vegas to win. I think they're the favorites, but I think I'm gonna take the Panthers on this one. I, just because I think I want them to win. Like, I, I'm not Bob's biggest fan because what he did, but I like Matthew Kachuk. He is the real deal. He's so good. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to watching that. Did
1: yeah, you check I Michael hear that. Really good too? Jack was a, was a beast.
0: Was a top pick, one or yeah. two for the Sabers one year. A long
1: time ago, it was right? Nassie, yeah, yeah got for the Sabers. Like it just had some injuries, and they wanted one thing out of his injury. He wanted another thing. I think it was some surgery stuff. He and then pretty much forced his way out of there. But Vegas, oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Like they, he was supposed to be major for them, and it just all kind of fell apart. But 2017 expansion team first year that, the is that was their first year right yeah yep, yeah yeah
0: cuz they, they got Mark Andre Fleury from the from the penguins like they had some guys early they were good
1: mm-hmm. yep um i think they In, made the playoffs their first four years and i don't know it just feels like it would be cool for sports for a team that's like 5 6 years old professionally to bring it home i also think yeah. vegas they were the first professional team officially calling vegas their home Um, And now every sport will have a location in Vegas. So, I don't know. I think it's overall good for sports. I like what's going on with Vegas is becoming a sport town because now you can bet anywhere and everywhere. And so, that, like, isn't the same glitz and glam, go there and play Blackjack.
0: Imagine being an expansion team and having all that success in six years and everybody wants you to win and getting all these great players and then, you know, not getting rigged, you know, not getting rigged in the the draft lottery and being an expansion team for 23 years and having one time in the second round yeah must be nice
1: you're talking about a team from columbus
0: something like that teams
1: well, in columbus columbus, like columbus and vegas right? are a little bit a little bit different brother. no they're not
2: they got a lot of casinos in columbus what is it
1: some things are going well for ohio they haven't turned the corner that much just yet
2: they had table games there yet or it's just all electronic. one
0: of them has table games
1: oh, okay <laughs> table games are coming to new york city be careful
2: That's a big deal. You guys want to just go to Yonkers side? Just grind blackjack? Hit me.
1: Hit me. It's
2: actually like one of those things that I used to, I don't know if I should even talk about this, because this is probably just a bad habit to have. But like when me and my friends turned 18, we used to go to Yonkers all the time and like play electronic games.
1: (laughs) I mean, when me and my friends turned eighteen, we used to drive to Turning Stone without a hotel room, four and a half hours oh, yeah. to play blackjack, oh, yeah. sleep in the car for two hours, and drive home. But but then the reason I, that's that's insane, by the way.
2: But when Yonkers is right there, but that's insane. But um, <laughs> I that feel like the,
1: then when we the, turned twenty one, we were able to go to Sands. It's crazy the stupid things
2: you do when you have like a car and you're young and you have time in your hands. But anyway, the mobile gaming has kind of ruined that fun. Like mm-hmm. being able to just go on your phone and play blackjack is, is cool. First of all, horrible.
1: You should never do horrible. that. I, yeah, thankfully I don't have that <laughs> level of degeneracy in me. I you have should never do that. It's so funny. It,
0: it, it, the best part about this is, is you guys are like, no, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, but it's sitting, a good time. Yeah, we're sitting here like, man, I'm, I am I getting this break? Am I a little personal? Later. Oh yeah, I, same same listen, thing. I get it. Same thing. Same Exact, thing. I'm like, same, exact thing. same thing. It's all electronic now. It's the same thing at your fingertips, but it doesn't, you know, it's not a, you know, yeah. you're know, you not searching for 21 you're searching for uh crazy you know prism gold oh man turning stone anyway next. real quick who you take you guys to both take in vegas
2: yeah i'll take vegas okay. i might do a vegas nuggets parlay i might i like that I might to get off. it down to plus odds for them yeah so you get on the nuggets you
0: know i like the nuggets so much but i, I just i want to see the panthers grit their way there i like it we'll see fun times uh, there was a, a big sale this weekend. I do want to mention this real quick. Uh, was it 60? I think it was like 63, $66,000 uh, for a Barry Bonds. One of one um, from like, what was it? 96, 97 Fleer Ultra. I know Jay texted it to us. I saw it this morning. It was like uh, shout out to Jay sending it over. Yeah. Record sale. The 1999 ultra masterpieces. One of one Barry Bonds uh, this is from Eric white back on Twitter. It's a new all time record for any Barry Bonds card. Now, Lou, real quick, we're not going to spend a ton of time on this. Uh, it was a PSA 7 Barry Bonds 101 Masterpiece, but I think you had kind of made a point. Uh, I think you had found a stat about an Anthony Volpe sale. I just wanted to kind of bring that up here.
2: Yeah. I mean, there was a Volpe, the Red Volpe uh, Bowman Auto did 150K. I mean, it's a different, different era different type of stuff it's a red auto there is like it wasn't a red it was just a one of one bonds it wasn't signed etc 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 but barry bonds i would say is the most impactful baseball player of our early years is that a safe thing to say
0: i would have said is. griffey because he did it the him right, him right way him and
1: jeter but
2: <laughs> him and jeter no i would say probably griffey is a more yeah, impactful Griff- baseball player Griffey's than he's up did. there anyway but so i just feel like that he's just disrespected and isn't given the love he deserves and i'm not sure if he'll ever get it
0: lou you know i'm not a baseball guy you're not uh, love Can't name five love players
2: on the on any team pretty much
0: uh, i can tell you a lot of the guys i grew up watching on the same team
2: right I right now can you name five guardians i can name
0: i don't know i yeah. don't know okay moving on <laughs> steven kwan yeah tristan mckenzie okay that's two jose ramirez three
1: uh go to the pitching staff. Go to the pitching staff. He
0: did one already. I know. McKenzie's this the guy I know. Oh, Shane Bieber. Okay, that's mm. a
2: good one. Is
1: he still mm. on the team? Yeah. Not to be confused with Justin. Not yeah, to
2: be confused
0: Clevenger's with Justin. Clevenger's not there anymore, is he? Mm. Clevenger left now. One of the one of the um, all-time votes mm. Mm. We might stop at four. We might stop at four. Mm. Um yeah. What was your question? You're not
2: a big baseball guy.
0: Anyways, um, it is. correct me if I'm wrong on this. I'm sure I'm going to miss something in this, sure. this This general idea. But it seems very odd from a very passive baseball, not even say I was sure, I would say fan. But in the summer, what was it, 97, 98? When, yep. when was the home run battle with Maguire and Sosa? 97.
1: I remember that incredibly well. 98, Jay's right. J- what, am oh, I missing in this? Yeah.
0: what am I missing in this? Where it's like baseball pumped that so much to like promote the sport. It was such a big deal, mm-hmm. and then like Bonds and Sosa or uh Sosa and Maguire are just like not ever talked about from baseball. Like baseball, like it seems like kind of crappy to like, hey, promote mm-hmm. it, promote it, get our sport out of it. Probably knowing they were juicing, or, or is that not known? Like I'm just I'm trying to it understand was. like why baseball is like would... so big on this, and they're like, yeah, sorry, thanks, anyway. see you later. It,
2: they baseball MLB Bud Selig. League.
1: They're complicit. Took as in much, the whole thing. Ju-
2: yeah, took as much juice from that rock as they possibly could, and they then when and blamed the it on the players. Pub- yes, when the public perception came out and changed, they just threw their players under the bus, like they always do. It's kind of wild. I can, I can think of another example in more recent times where that happened as well.
1: Well, it's not too dissimilar from gambling. I mean, like. Pete Rose Rose thing. The Pete Rose thing, but all the leagues. I mean, used to be like, no gambling, no gambling, no gambling. Now we can make them billions and jillions of dollars gambling.
2: Woo! Did you see that story that came out? There was a team that has like five players under investigation for gambling.
1: Did
0: you see the Alabama Alabama baseball team? I
2: I, I told you guys about that story. The The coach? coach, Yeah, the the coach was
0: gambling on his own team. Yeah, took out a star player, his star pitcher, just scratched him out of nowhere. It was like really? it was big. It was big news in Ohio and like local news. It said like because the
2: bets were being placed in Ohio. He was calling his buddy and having his buddy place the bets
0: in Ohio. I don't know about that, but it just said like well, that's uh, story. like Alabama baseball team removed from like local betting sites. You're like that's weird. Like why would I care about Alabama baseball? Yeah, yeah wild. But anyways, I just I find that so odd that baseball is like hey the summer of '98 those two back and back and forth chasing you know Maris and then it's like.
2: Baseball has – MLB has always had a way of um, taking things that are, people are enjoying and having fun with. The second public perception changes, they throw their players under the bus. It's been the story of baseball since the 80s and probably before. I'm just aware of it since the 80s. Interesting. Yeah. They're going to – they did it with the Astros. They're going to do it with the next, the next thing that happens. It's how they always do it.
0: Interesting. Well, uh, speaking of interesting, things hmm. that are a little bit more recent – Hmm. There was a uh, story that went live this weekend uh, on Twitter. I'm going to read it to you uh, just verbatim from the tweet. Again, this is from Eric Whiteback. Um, It was originally posted on Instagram from the collector Carl. I'm going to try my last name, Zhao. Um, He basically says, uh, Collector Carl Zhao submitted the redemption for this one-of-one Jason Tatum logo man over four years ago. Uh, the date, I don't know if I have the date on here. It says it's been, it says request replacement in 12, 1200 days. Uh, I'm trying to see, it says redemption in progress, right? Um, anyways, it says while he is still waiting for the redemption to be fulfilled, someone has the card he's waiting on listed for sale on eBay. Panini is not allegedly, this is all just from the tweet. I'm reading the tweet, all alleged. As Panini is not replying to any of Carl's messages, and Carl's account still clearly shows that he's waiting for this exact redemption to be fulfilled, what happened here? Did Panini America, did a Panini employee, walk off with this card and sell it on their own? Carl says if he does not get a response soon, that he will be suing Panini over this card. The card sold on eBay last week for twenty-three thousand dollars. So the card in question here, again, I'm just reading the tweet. Uh, the card in question is a seventeen eighteen immaculate dual rookie logo man auto one of one of Jason Tatum and Lonzo Ball. Uh-huh. So, rookie at RP, the time could have been a huge card. Monster card cuz Lonzo, Lonzo was one of the big chases at the time. Uh-huh. I mean, the thing is is like 17, 18, Oh my god. The card market wasn't as hot as it is, you know, as it got. So, the card is probably worth more in like 2020, 2021 like COVID times. Um yeah. but yeah, that's a that's a very interesting case there. Of waiting on a redemption for that long, uh, you know, they they always say there's two sides of a story, and then somewhere in the middle lies the truth. Yeah. Um So very interesting um, to see that. But any kind of initial thoughts there?
2: There's been a couple updates on it that could, we could speak about too, if you want. Oh, has there been? Couple. Nothing okay. crazy. But what, do you, what have what have you learned? So Carl said he knows the person who bought it, um, who bought the card at the Dallas card show at some point. So the card has changed hands multiple times. It sounds like. Um, he also said that Shine was the one who connected him to Panini. So, shout out to Shine for trying to make do the right thing on that part on that point. Um, and then the other thing was yesterday he updated his post mm-hmm. on Instagram and said after 1200 days of outreach, Panini has now reached out to him. Okay. Um, so I guess they're going back and forth on email now. I want to keep an eye on this, but just a wild situation. And this is the problem with the redemptions that just sit around forever and ever and ever. And I kind of I don't know. I don't. What do you guys think, what, Brian? What would you rather have? Would you rather never get your redemption? Would you rather get the unsigned one, which is something that Jason suggested for the show? I just don't know what the answer is because at some, on some level, there's no way they couldn't get the autograph in all this time. He signed a ton of stuff since then, since and before, before and since then. But also, if you can't get it, there's got to be some sort of equal value, and I would assume an unsigned version is the middle ground
0: i don't know i mean panini obviously manufactures cars they have a lot of redemption replacements they have access to wax uh they the, we also what we also don't know is did carl ever reach out because I, i'm assuming with the volume you know i have we do tiktok videos all the time with like ripping open redemptions i have hundreds of redemptions i'm waiting on for panini yeah panini's got millions of redemptions or hundreds of thousands right if not millions um i'm sure panini's not being like proactive and no right or wrong against panini but i'm sure panini's not saying like hey carl hope all as well let me know if you want to get this thing replaced like i'm sure they're not being proactive in that should so like, they. did he reach out and say hey can i get something like for like was he only wanting that um yeah it's a very interesting story here um i mean at this point like i think you're kind of ho- like if you're carl i think you're just kind of hoping i don't know like if he's a true collector, it's different. Like if you're just hoping to get the value now, like I'm sure Panini can help you get more value for it because of the you know the hiccup. But, um, yeah, very, very interesting. Um, but it's probably honestly not the first time it's happened. It's probably the first time we've known no. about it because it's such a big card. But like,
2: there's a couple replies under under the uh, tweet from Eric with like this has also happened to me, et cetera, et cetera. This definitely happens all the time.
0: Yeah, I just can't imagine with the number of redemptions that they have that this isn't happening more. Again, I don't. <laughs> You hope you certainly again. I always go back to this. Like you hope it's not intentional. Like that would be a much bigger thing. Like
2: was it? But how does the card get out? That's like I just don't understand. And this is what always happens. And I wish somebody would. If anyone from Panini would like to come on and talk about this, I would love to discuss it a little bit because I just don't understand how these things get out.
0: Yeah, I don't know how a card that big gets out. Um, That's that's a pretty big card. I, I mean, I've always assumed that with redemptions like let's say i've got like let me think of one like a joe burrow contender or national that's too big um trying to think of joe burrow flawless something no i'm trying to think of a small like a smaller card uh like a a sauce gardener like a sauce gardener limited patch auto let's say this card's a redemption right and the redemption expires like july 1st 2024 my understanding was on like something like that august 5th 2024 the redemption's expired Panini is taking those redemptions that didn't get claimed for sauce Gardner. And they're using those as redemption replacements for somebody that's redeeming. Uh, like, Hey, I've had, you know, this, you know, Elijah Moore patch auto sit with you guys for six years. Can I get this replaced? And like, yep, here you go. Here's a card of equal lesser value. Here's an Amon sauce Gardner that never got replaced. And they're using that repeatedly because when the sauce Gardner replies or when the Elijah Moore, they're using that sauce Gardner there a um, sauce gardener redemption expires and so at some point somebody's like hey i'd like you know i want something for this like my thought is that they're just using those to replace other cards down the road i don't know what card you'd be replacing a twenty five thousand dollar logo man with like that seems like a wild thing to do um that's always been kind of my understanding is like on some of the smaller stuff could that could they be using those cards to replace like like value cards on 20 to 100 dollars um, but again, I'm not sure how much it happens. If it happens, yet alone on cards that are $25,000, that's where the, again, if this was a $50 card, it, it, it's a little bit like, okay, you know, you could give them something to swap it on a $25,000 card. That was at some point, probably much bigger than $25,000 during peak COVID. hundred percent. But figure card.
2: And Ty, I'm sorry for not letting you get in here. I said one more. No, one no, more no, moment. no. Um, I am all for equal treatment for all cards, and everyone should be treated the same. there is just a fundamental difference between a redemption for a $50 sauce Gardner card. And I'm not saying you're the wrong. I'm saying they yeah. need to treat it differently. 100%. There's a difference between a $50 sauce Gardner card and a $25,000 Jason Tatum 101 logo man. Like yep. either for each – for individual releases, the redemption process should be different and there should be more handholding for your more premium releases mm-hmm. where people are spending thousands of dollars to even buy the product, have the chance to rip the card. Mm-hmm. Like something has to be done it, on that front.
0: But it also makes you wonder like the card has been – it says it redeemed – over 1200 days ago um he's been waiting on it for four years i think there's some other things in this was there a glitch in Panini's system where Panini's like hey this card was never redeemed like where their 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 back end just didn't say it was for that card and they're like yep no one ever claimed it here you go like you know mistakes happen it, mistakes happen there, there was needs it to be
2: some level of them talking about it to get it out there so people stop assuming the worst because when people yeah, are sure. assuming the worst there's and then there's more silence people continue to assume the work. Yeah.
0: This leads to rumors around the market about favoritism, about backdoor deals, about loaded boxes. This is what those things, where those things come from when it's yes. not addressed is, Hey, this is what happened. This is why it happened. It won't happen again. We're going to fix it mm-hmm. rather than like, Oh, did this get back door to, did somebody did, did, you know, it just, it leads to, you know,
2: Yes, uh, this stuff is a big I deal, so. but it's also not. Like, we can just be honest, and they can be transparent and say, hey, we – if this is the case, if they messed up, just say, hey, we messed up, and it got shit out to the wrong person, and here's the here's the timeline of how that happened. They know it. It's, it's in their
0: system somewhere. I know it is. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can't imagine a card like that's just getting kind of, like, checked out. Yeah. Ty?
1: You guys have summed it up brilliantly.
0: But – I think it leads to the, you know, the point Michael Rubin has gone on podcasts before and specifically stated that they want to remove redemptions. These things don't happen if athletes sign their cards and have incentive to sign their cards, right? I'm certainly not blaming Panini for athletes not wanting to sign their cards, um, but it does sound like Michael Rubin is going, you know, the talk originally on this deal was when fanatics bought tops um, or the licensing was that they were going to try to get the players association to have a vested interest in the sports in like in the sports card market um, where these athletes would want to sign these cards um so like a you eat we eat kind of thing like rising tide lifts all boats um, so i think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens because the first example of this right like Topps is like hey we don't want we don't want redemptions the biggest autograph player that tops has signed so far is victor wemanyama and he's a redemption in Bowman inception the very first big time athlete they've signed, he's a redemption, right? So how, how logistically possible is it? I think we're going to see a lot. Like it clearly isn't easy because Michael Rubin, the head of this massive sports card empire now has said, Hey, we don't want redemptions. The very first time there is a redemption. It's with the biggest name they've ever signed. How, you know, I I have high expectations for fanatics and what they're going to do. Just going to be interesting to see how it plays out. eh? If it's logistically possible, because everybody says they don't want to do it. Right. But, is it actually is it actually doable? It's a fair point.
2: There are certain realities in the situation
0: that people yep. have to deal with. Interesting. So Q&A. Jay, uh, how are we looking today on, on q and A? I think we've got Let's go. some in the text. Oh, yeah, the text. Shout out to Jay. goes down in the text.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going down. Right, we've
0: got a, got a
2: bunch of them. Yeah, listen, if you're sending questions about like your grading company, come on.
1: <laughs> why, you gotta, why you got to come people's neck like that? All right, let's see.
2: It's every week if it's the same question in there. <laughs>
1: uh, here's one. By Collect Baller. Why collect non-rookie, non-auto, or non-relic cards? Essentially, it's just cardboard. So that's from Collect Baller. I would – my. I think the answer to that for me is why collect anything there, there are, it's all about it's collecting. Right. And to, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And, you know, Ryan spent his weekend in ship looking at cards. There's people who would look at a hundred thousand dollar card and, and call it just cardboard. There's people that would look at a rookie auto relic, all which d- fits what you're trying to ask and say it's just cardboard or in the earlier in the show, Lou's talking about um, something from secession that he might pay 500 bucks for it's people that maybe have never heard of the show. Be like that makes no sense. There's people that would have watched the show and hated it. So to <laughs> me, it's every, I mean, tchotchkes like collecting anything beauty's in the eye of the beholder that's where arbitrage is from that's why there you have the ability to go to a show and pay five dollars for a card and go on ebay and sell for a hundred that's everything people would say why are you going to spend that on a home when you could do that you never want to watch other people's pockets or get too caught up in why other people are interested in certain things if you aren't interested that's okay but trying to understand why others might be can bring a lot of upside to the situation
0: that is one thing i see as someone that puts a lot of content out into the world or those two things is a a ton the pocket watching thing and the hey why on earth did you buy this this is so stupid not understanding the arbitrage of why somebody collects something um you know i've talked about it a million times about why the iowa hawkeyes sell well with no pro sports teams in iowa and what sean green and marvin mcnutt marvin mcnutt and Ricky Stanzi and Riley Reef and Desmond King and what those guys mean in the city of Iowa to someone that doesn't have professional sports teams, Um, it sounds silly, but um, yeah, you like why collect it? Like that's, I mean then because we are collectors. Like I mean in the most obvious sense of the word, like because I I I would collect it. Like if Donnie Nicky had a custom card that someone did that was really really cool, I'd buy that because like what it means like there's there's just a lot i think there's a lot to unpack there it's probably like more like a psychological thing like why do you collect cards in the first place um so
1: yeah i mean i like for instance the the buying other people's tickets that are graded
2: makes no sense to me
1: it's crazy to me but I'm trying to understand, and it's people want to collect moments and memories, yep. you know, of in time. Taylor Swift, like, <laughs> you know, all these things, if you spend all your time trying, trying to say that's, that's dumb. Yeah, exactly. If you spend all your time trying to say that's dumb, it can just be flipped on you because you do things that make no sense to people.
2: Mm-hmm. We all. Yeah, just stop being a hater. Not saying this person's a hater. I'm saying don't be a hater about it. Why would you collect anything? Yeah. The reason is because they like it. Yep. Agreed. Like, I would buy unlimited Daryl Rivas Jets cards. I don't care what you – uh
0: maybe that's not true.
2: I would buy unlimited um Mark Sanchez Jets cards just because I
0: would. I watched We we bought a deal on Dallas, Lou. We did a video on it last night. Dropped in the video. I bought four Daryl Rivas 2007 contenders from one guy. Really? Four of them. Interesting. Maybe we should have a conversation. Mm, probably not. I'm actually going to upcharge you because you're a Jets fan. Wow, that's –
1: kind of messed up um here's one for you here's one for you i was gonna Uh, is it
0: the trade night question
1: yep
0: yeah i was gonna read that one i think it's a good question cool
1: Cardis Cardis gilmore Cardis
0: gilmore tips for trade nights i've never been to one but hope to be uh i hope to go to more soon at bleaker street so shout out to bleaker first and foremost uh we've gone there for a few trade nights now uh but yeah i've done quite a few different trade nights in my days and uh Trade nights are fantastic. They're they're really, really fun. Kind of like a continuation of card shows. Um, so a couple of different tricks, uh, tips and tricks, right? I've learned over the years. Uh, first thing is no different than like a card show. Don't bring something you don't want to move. First and foremost, you bring something, good chances are a lot of people would want it. Uh, if, you, if you're not okay with not having it at the end of the night, don't bring it. Um, you know, we tell a lot of the like younger collectors, the first time it went over their heads because you know, they're, it's 14 and under crowd. The first time we ever run a kid's trade night, someone's like, you know, how do you do this? And I'm like, well, it's kind of like speed dating, right? Everybody here's Everybody's here for the same reasons. 14 year olds? You said that? <laughs> yeah, so everybody's here for the same reasons. They just, you know, we're just a little, a little shy. Right. So yeah. everybody's here looking for the same thing. You're looking to make deals. So it's just you got to be willing to put yourself out there like, hey, you, what are you, you know, what are you looking for? Hey, what are you looking for? Sometimes you find common ground, sometimes you don't, right? But got to be willing to put yourself out there um, because everybody is there looking to make deals. You don't come to trade night to not make deals. Um, So I think people are are, are there to look to make deals happen. Um, So being willing to put yourself out there. Um, Know what your stuff is worth is a great one for sure. Uh, Saves you a lot of time. Gives you, uh, you know, keeps you from getting smoked. Um, You know, the Wi-Fi in the Grove City area the, our shop is is horrible it's so bad so the shop like the internet connection in the shop is not very good uh-huh. so like people joke all the time like hey do you have the wi-fi block so we can't look up things i'm like no man like <laughs> imagine you're trying to do business with this wi-fi it's can terrible. I stop you for one second on that yes
2: one of the best things i ever did was because i i pre i pre price everything i have yep. the price i want and then the bottom price you always have it just so that you don't have to think about it because that's all yep. like a calculation you have to make in your head in the moment of trying to make a deal exactly but that's so why i'm trying to have your top and your bottom it's best case scenario
0: yeah so that's why i'm trying to get to that point is like having an idea of what those are so you don't get to somewhere where like internet's not good your cell phone's not working your cell phone dies right having an idea of what something is worth and what you'd be willing to take for it what you might have into it knowing those things ahead of time will save you the stress or the pressure like you got into do a big deal and like sometimes it's a lot of pressure and like things go clear
2: minded okay. when you're doing it beforehand. Yeah. So you, and even if you want to go even lower than you wanted to in the moment, like then you're undervaluing your own stuff just to make a deal. So like you're at your clearest point the day before the thing happens and you're able to price out your stuff fairly and you have to be fair the entire time.
0: <sighs> yep. So a couple different things there. Um, yeah. They're a good time. Like if they're, they're put on, right. They're definitely a good time. Um, so going into it prepared, not taking stuff you don't want to move and then understanding that everybody is there for the same reason. Might have to be a little uh willing to put yourself out there, but trinets are great. Yep. For sure. Well, so you got one you want?
2: Um yes. I think we can take this. I know we're only I think this we're going do one more, right? could we have to do by the yeah, way? Um one. so I'll do Bazonker cards six seven eight. Um we get to answer the question. I think it's a different conversation topic. Is Trevor Lawrence a good investment? If so, what kind of card should I be buying? So I think the first question is Ryan, you're going to say, Ryan, uh, Trevor Lawrence is a good pick for this year, right?
0: Uh, I have been very open that. I think Trevor Lawrence is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think his stuff will be very, very, very hot at the national. Um, again, I told you guys, I went to shift this weekend, just like in Dallas. And I told you guys this before I ask every single dealer. I always ask who is hot. What are people asking for? I'm trying to understand the market. I'm trying to understand what people are looking for. I'm trying to understand that it's free market insight. Every time I go to a show, when I ask every single dealer, Hey, what's been hot this weekend? Oh, this, 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 cause this guy doesn't sell football. So he's telling me a different, he's telling me Otani's hot, right? This person's telling me Burrow's hot. This person's telling, you know, so you're learning that way. Um, so I always ask Trevor Lawrence is almost always one of the answers. When somebody has football, it's, yeah, kids are looking for Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, you know, it, it Lawrence comes up a lot. Um, So yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence, regardless if you think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good or not, I think he's going to be one of the most liquid players at the national. Like, I don't think that's, you're
2: thinking about it in the window of the next four months.
0: I think there's two ways you could look at it. I believe Trevor Lawrence will be a top five quarterback in the NFL this year. He's also going to be one of the, regardless if you agree with me or that or not, there's no doubt in my mind, Trevor Lawrence will be one of the top five most asked about players at the national, regardless Mm -hmm. if you think he's going to have a good year or not, there's opportunity to have somebody that is very liquid at the national. Now, will the card market continue to go down between now and then? Will Trevor Lawrence stuff go up? There's a lot of play there. So like, while Trevor Lawrence might be asked about his stuff, might not trickle up between now and then it might go down. Like there's a lot that could happen. Um, but do I think Trevor Lawrence is a good investment? Yeah, I do. I'm very open. I have some big Trevor Lawrence stuff. Um, now, do I intend to keep every single Trevor Lawrence between now and the start of the season? No, probably not. Right? I think some of those cards are are going to be pretty hot, and I'm going to probably cash in on the opportunity on some of them. Will I keep some stuff going into the season because I'm a Trevor Lawrence believer? Yeah, you, you can you can bet that.
2: I'm starting to get iffy on the on the Jags in general. Why? It just seems like everyone's decided because the three other teams yeah, in their division are horrific. So I think everyone's decided that they're just going to walk into the division championship and I don't number one just because you walk to the AFC South division championship doesn't mean that you're a good team. Sure. And number, number two 10. they're going to run into a couple of good teams when they're scheduled during the season and I feel like they're the kind of team that goes, you know, 10 and 7 sweeps their division and gets their ass kicked by every good team they play.
0: Yeah, I also think you're discrediting what they've been able to do so far af- after the Urban Meyer situation you know, imploded on them, right? You-, you bring in Doug Peterson, you, g- you get a couple weapons, you're adding Calvin Ridley to the mix, ETN's fully healthy again. I think there's a lot of team there. And you had some real games that mattered in the postseason. The comeback win against, you know, as Lou says, Midbert, right? That comeback win was important. Uh, they played some good a, games this year in a competitive game with Kansas city on the road. That was very competitive. Uh, I think that's real experience that will matter. Like those are games that not a lot of teams get to play. And I think it's going to, yeah, I think it's going to count again. Fair enough. Trevor they, Lawrence so so the good news good? is sure. I
2: think that'll be exciting for, for T law and T law holders is they play the chiefs. They play at the bill. They play at the bills home for the chiefs. Um, Niners at home, Bengals at home, Ravens at home. They got a lot of good games this year against good quarterbacks where Trevor has a chance to, you know,
0: I would say more noise. I it's close. Bills and Eagles, I think, are gonna be close. I'd probably take the Eagles. If but four of those teams that they play are top five teams in the NFL.
2: Bills Yes, as of as of May.
0: Exa- agreed. Bills, Chiefs. Niners, uh, Bengals for for the best teams in the NFL.
2: Yeah, the AFC so. is unbelievably stacked, which I think also adds to the Trevor Lawrence conversation of
0: can he get know, out of there?
2: Can he can he get out of the first round of the playoffs? Like hundred percent. They just had Aaron Rodgers walk into the conference too, so it's not getting any easier for them. I mean, guys, automatically a top three quarterback in the conference.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, do you want to do another quick question while Tyler's gone? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, um,
2: let's do... Wait, let me, let me do a quick one for you. Ryan's thoughts on Ryan Day getting fired if they let Michigan get the three. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, I don't think Ohio State has a better option right now. I think it's the same thing you gave Michigan a couple of years ago with Harbaugh starting 0-4. They 0 and just four. They just completely swapped. I mean, 0-2 oh for now. Yeah, it's, it's... It will tell you a lot about your program. 100%. We have, I told you, we have three goals. Win the Big Ten, beat the team up north, Play for a national title. Win a national title. I mean, that those are the goals. And yeah. if you can't beat Michigan, like, to me, nothing else matters. I would rather not go to the college football playoff than lose to Michigan. I promise you.
2: Ryan, big question? Free. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're,
0: we're it was just while you were
2: gone, let's go to play of the week because I had to go at 11.15. Ooh. Ooh,
1: that's kind of hot.
2: Fire.
0: I've never seen this before. No, uh, this is from Big Tuck TV. I have a duck. friend who got mad. into breaks over the past two years and hadn't sold a single card. He needed space and asked me to sell some for him, and I agreed to a fee of 25%. Uh, after organizing a giant lot, I found this Joe Burrow Fire Parallel from Optic. It was raw slash PSA 9. Oh, it just says raw PSA 9 comes from all over the place uh, from 30 to 100 bucks. The card looked super clean, so I personally offered to buy it for 40 which he was happy to take. I sent it off to PSA for th- $25 and got the 10 Pop 3 with no sales. I listed on eBay for five hundred, and eventually took an offer for three hundred. All in all, I profited one ninety at the card after taking the risk. I threw my brother another, my boy another forty dollars. So the one fifty profit on a single card ain't too shabby, and much more to come from the lot.
2: I was going to say it kind of smoked his butt, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, but his buddy didn't want to sell it anyway. I respect. I respect the forty on top. I respect wanted to do work where someone else didn't want to do the work.
0: Oh, it's not that, that he didn't want to do the know, work.
1: He's, he's paying for you to do the work. I know, but I'm saying I have a friend who got into breaks. Who there's a couple different things here. I have a friend who got into a ton of breaks over the past few years and hadn't sold a single card. I think there are a lot of people like that. I think there's way more than uh,
0: way more than people know.
1: Back to breaking being a blackjack table. That's what we're talking about. (laughs) People just like the itch. They're Um, just bringing
2: home chips from the casino. uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, they're just they're just yeah. I guess well, that's the better part than a casino is that most people go tangible. knowing they're going to lose enjoy the time anyway but they yep. lost their money at least this guy has a stack of something that he could pay his friend you know to get all yep. his hands and recoup some profit. so
0: yep tangible items
1: yeah this is a w for all in law, including the person who's been doing the breaking and then has a friend to execute on the some of the sales while he takes you know a decent bit of the profit anyway that's a good looking card too it yeah,
0: is. Fire emoji is kinda sick. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it is very interesting. Uh we haven't um, it just kind of got like passed over and like swept under the rug, but like it's kind of crazy how how quickly it became Mahomes, Joe Burrow, everybody else. Yeah, Burrow's that guy. I, I mean if very like Last summer it was like, okay, is it Josh Allen? Is it Herbert? Like, <laughs> Bengals going back? Bengals not going to be very good. I'm sure there's some clips. I'm sure there's some clips. Jay, I would love to find some clips
1: of. Lo- I think it was. Lo- I, I I think I was like what, <laughs> so, what, what I think one of us said he's. Uh, they're not going to be very say, good. Joe Flacco. What did I say that?
0: It's, yeah, about not being very good. There's probably some clips out you there. You compare Joe
1: Burrow like, to Joe Flacco. That's nasty. I think to Matt Ryan. I think I said Matty Ryan.
0: I mean, it, no disrespect, but. Joe Flacco had one of the greatest postseason runs ever and won a Super Bowl. I'm, I'm not doing the Joe which
1: Flacco. Which is why I said – which is why I don't think I said – I don't think I said uh, Joe Flacco. I think I might have said Matty Ryan. Either
0: the way, Joe Burrow is that guy. That guy. Jay, For what's now. next? All oh, right, moving like in the shop. Uh, it says, here's a quick and easy play. I like to watch graded card auctions end on eBay, looking for good deals to slip through the cracks. I picked up this Hope Solo 2011 Tops Allen and Ginner PSA 10 for $26.69 all in. It's your second year card with a pop of nine. Knowing that Women's World Cup was around the corner, I jumped on the deal and upon receiving it, immediately listed it for $250 or best offer. It sold yesterday for $190 plus shipping. After fees, I'll net $138.31. That's a plus 500% increase in value, over, uh, in value over less than two months. It's like Ryan says, it's all about the reps. Thanks for the show, fellas. Heck of a deal. So, like, if, if you know what you're looking for, especially on the women's soccer stuff, like, that stuff, man, there are definitely some serious collectors out there for the U.S. women's national team. Some serious collectors.
1: Indeed there are. I like to play. Hope Solo. Although she has had their ups and downs. Yeah. Um, Tells you there's definitely plays
0: in the soccer soccer world if there's plays on Hope Solo. Because she's probably one of the bottom ones on that list for plays with some of the the off-the-field stuff she's had. Um, Some pretty – again, I think it's pretty telling that there's definitely opportunity and stuff like
1: that. I'm fired up. Fired up for World Cup. Fired up for – Women's soccer fired up for footy in general. Um, uh, two big matches the next two weekends.
2: Hershey Holland is transferring.
1: Uh, not sure yet. Pochettino. Juventus
0: was the hot was the hot take this morning. I saw.
1: You're talking about our our man Christian Pulisic,
0: yeah, brother. Hershey Holland, the Pennsylvania Pele. I,
1: I know who we're talking about here. I, I heard Juventus was though. is in play. Uh, Chelsea just signed their new manager. Mauricio Pochettino, who hmm. was formerly at Spurs, and we've yet to hear. I think there was some chatter that he likes the likes the kid. Oh, he's Ty, got
2: no
0: shot, this guy. They sent Joao to...
1: Felix back to uh, back to Spain. What were you gonna say?
0: I was gonna say was wasn't Brennan Aronson, uh on one of the teams that got relegated? He he's all needs, had like a, yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a relegation clause yes. in his thing that like triggered, which will allow him to get like moved this summer.
2: Yeah.
1: He has a thing in his contract that says if they get sent down,
2: he gets to leave.
1: Yeah, it's like a relegation clause. First time in forever and ever and ever, maybe ever, but that all three teams that got promoted up into the Premier League stayed, which is a big thing. Hmm. Um, And then I'm going a little tangent. One of the teams that got promoted this year that's going to be playing in the Premier League next year, which would be epic. Are you talking about their their run? Uh, Luton Town. Yeah. For
0: $7? Like, that story, that's in, that's, this story is crazy. Banana Land.
1: There's a team that's going to be playing in the Premier League that pretty much went from the, nat- like, it did the Wrexham thing over nine years and is now yep. in the Prem. And their grounds holds 10,000 people and is, like, in the middle of just, some of these old school grounds are in the middle of these neighborhoods. And, you have to go, like, through an apartment building to get into the stadium. And there's apartments literally attached to the stadium, and we're definitely going to be getting over Ty, there. Ty, is this that. the
0: team? Like, I saw Darren Ravel tweeted about it. But basically, yeah. like, they were sold for $7. The manager need, like, the owner needed money, like, sold them. Like, they've worked their way up through the through the leagues over the years, and, like, they finally got promoted. Like, that's crazy stuff. Like, they write movies about stories like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not and like, then you know, on the flip side
1: awesome. – um, on the flip side, uh, Leicester, who was the biggest championship story in sports yep. potentially ever, biggest long shot, won it like I think seven years ago. Mm-hmm. They just got relegated.
0: Those Case are pretty big financial implications, aren't they? It's
1: like 2 million million, I think. Dollars. I think this club's going Luton Towns going from like making seven million in revenue last year to a guaranteed two hundred million from their Premier League contracts.
0: All right, what's next? <laughs> We're we went on a tangent. Lou's gotta go. Oh, Ooh. here's a good one. Uh this oh, is from Craig's cards. It says play of the week submission. This one takes a bit a bit of luck, but it starts with me going to my local card shop three Kings sports cards and buying three boxes of UFC prism undercard at 170 dollars a piece. I ripped the boxes in the shop and ended up pulling a bow nickel red at of 99, uh, uh, Israel, a Desanya gold, uh, at a 10 disco and some other cool hits. I put the bow up on, for over comps on eBay for 300. It got clicked and paid for after I went into a large UFC Facebook group and a lot of the other color autos and variations, Someone was interested and I sold all of that for two eighty. Then with the Izzy, I put that in the Facebook group and ended up dealing it to a buyer that is working on the rainbow. In return for the Izzy, I got three PC cars, an O'Malley Auto, Jack della Ma- Delana, Orange, Rookie at ninety nine, and a Jalen Turner Immaculate Patch of 8 and $70 cash. This definitely involves luck, but very ha- happy after the rip. I don't know who Bo Nickel Red is. I don't know who
1: Bo Nickel is. But Bo like, Nickel a- was a Penn State graduate, wrestler, nasty. Coming up yeah. in the ranks. Already yeah, a, wasn't he like the number one fan.
2: college wrestler on the world or something like that? Yeah. Nasty. Yeah, I mean, this is how you sh- – if you're not going to sell a card straight up immediately after you get it, you're better off – or like you're not just going to maximize cash. You're better off just trying to get stuff that you like, you know?
0: Jay said that it's also worth noting that he pulled a Hasbro of silver and sold it in that lot for two eighty. Hasbro down. Fire! Yeah, I mean, heck of a play. It definitely involves some luck, but man, it's pretty good. That All is. right, what's next? Oh, this is a long one. This oh, this will be good. Mm. Uh, this is from Tanner Flips. It says picked up ten SI for Kids magazines with Victor Wembo. Oh, well, Victor Wembo. At, uh, Barnes and Noble, Wimbo. To, Wimbo, but twenty percent off for five under five dollars a magazine. Put the magazines on eBay for two months with no bites at fifty each. After getting an offer at thirty each, uh, thirty each for all of them, I decided to recomp and realized the card itself went to a hunt for went for a hundred ish, while the magazine and the card only went for forty to sixty. Decided to instead rip the cards out and submit through SGC with my local card shop for fun. Total cost in was about two hundred fifty dollars for after all magazines and grading and netted almost 4k on eBay right after the draft i managed to get an sgc 8 a few sevens a six and some fours slash authentics the sgc 8 alone went for 1500 seven sixes got me between the seven and sixes got me between 400 and 600 authentics and fours got me around 200 ish on average roi was insanely good i mean
2: i I don't know how you're not doing this if you're if you have all of the po- like why would you I even- mean like
0: let's just be honest though if if that's the advice we're gonna say we all three got to look in the mirror all five of us every one of us because we had conversations about these when these dropped and not one of us other than Jay because Jay always makes the plays not mm-hmm. one of us bought a magazine we had these conversations when these came out months ago we're like dude this seems like a sneaky card i'm just uh, i just think it's funny that like we say yeah we should make you're dumb for not making plays and we literally didn't make a single play on this card
2: that's not what i'm saying i'm also gonna i'm also gonna come out and say i'm maybe the worst go do it guy of all time so i'll (laughs) i'll stay i'll start there um i'm just i I was more saying like if you're gonna buy the magazines (laughs) i would just Got selling you, the magazines you. whole. And it's a good job at least like to take a moment and be like, oh, wait, like there's something going on here because I'm getting these weird offers. So um definitely not hating on it. It's also the exact thing we talked about last week. That was yeah, cr- crazy in yeah. terms of price. So hard to say no at that point.
0: It's just so funny that like, again, we talked about this. We're like, man, this Victor Wimanyama thing, this might be a big deal. They're in the magazines. And it, uh, you know, it blew up like this. And we're like, yeah, I could have bought five of these and graded them all. And yeah. Yeah, Court, it does happen to us a lot. All the, the time. Lorcana was a really big one. I remember that. Jay texted me. I'm like, no way. Uh, we didn't – I still think it's insane, but the uh, Carlos Alcaraz autos were insane. Um, sure. The Livy Don leaf autos were insane. Um, couple in recent memory. So we'll see. But, yeah, this one, this is a heck of a play. Yep. H- heck of a play. Two more, right? I think it's – is that one more?
1: That's good. That's good stuff. Ooh. Ooh. Let me read this one. It's from Midmo Sports Cards. Trey. Shout out, Trey. Two years ago, I bought a box of Chronicle Soccer Team All and just put the cards in a box. Last week, I was putting some value boxes together for a show and put some of the cards in a $3 box. During the show, I was looking through another person's value box and found a Victor Osamen optic-based rookie uh, optic-based rookie for $5. Realizing one of the cards I'd put in my $3 box was an Osamen blue shimmer. I immediately ran over to my table and pulled it out of my box. Later that night, I posted it on eBay, and it sold a week later for $240 before fees. Not a bad find from my own value box. Pulling a card out of your own value box you see it in
2: someone else's box is crazy.
0: <laughs> That's a W, folks.
2: It's yeah, it's getting lucky. I for like sure. it.
1: Uh he did make a play on himself. Uh Victor was a key, key, key player. I think scored the game-winning goal that uh gave Napoli the uh Italian title for the first time in many, many, many years. Um, this was, it was huge for them. Huge moment. It's a historic club. Uh, and so I think that's where, you know, we, we go back to collecting and here's someone that you guys probably have never heard about. Never um, in my life ever. I don't know who this guy is. No clue. And was sitting in a $3. (laughs) Not what's crazy is it. He saw another one in a $5 value box somewhere else. Imagine how many of these have been floating around.
0: Oh, I mean, hold on. Oh, base. Okay, I was like, sure. Um, so the other one was a base, right? Yeah, Ty. That's it is. In- you know, what's something I was just thinking about. You, you talk about soccer. It's interesting. You didn't bring up the. Uh, is it Musiala?
1: Yeah. That goal,
0: that? claiming the title, in the ninetieth minute for Bayern. Yeah.
1: Well, there was a lot of crazy stuff over the weekend. I no, mean, that was Everton. a pretty big. That was a Ever- pretty big deal. It was. Uh, Dortmund, so in the German league, Borussia Dortmund, where Erling Haaland used to play, where uh, yeah. Jude Bellingham currently plays, and he's going to be out of there after this year, was going to. They were. Um, they all they needed to win was their final game, and they were huge favorites at home, and they lost two nil to some schlub club, and they would have been their first uh, oh. title, German title in years, and they blew it. I don't think Bellingham played either. I think he was a little bit hurt. Um, but the the final days, I mean, footy is just a beautiful, it's a beautiful, the way that the game is put together. There's always drama. So on Sunday, it was, the season starts and ends. They all play. On the final day of the year, they all play at the exact same time so that you don't know the results and it's all happening at the same time. Everton, it was Everton and Leicester. Leicester, at one point, scored to take the lead and leapfrogged Everton. And Everton would have gotten relegated. Historic, massively historic club would have got relegated. Then they scored in like the 64th minute to go back up. And like, this is the final day. And you're talking about promotion relegation of $200 million TV contract and playing an entire year in this random, you know, pretty much the JV League. So a lot of drama massive amounts
0: of drama speaking of like real quick i I know we're gonna pick this alpine at monaco i know i told you guys about it yeah i I mean that's a story for the ages man like to win at a big race for a team that never podiums like a podiums once a year alpine for life love it that's great great story good play of the week this week i thought there were some interesting ones lou do you have a preference here
2: do i have a preference can we go back I've got mine. Yeah, I th- think it's... I, mean, I think it has to be Victor, right? Yeah,
1: yeah it's on it, like, it was... yeah. Victor. It's the self-play. Yeah. Lied. Yeah, I'm close. close. Yeah, I want to do something real quick. Um, I want to just give you a little bit on Victor. Let's see. So you guys can get a little... Um... <clears throat>
0: Ty, just to be clear, he still one. I would have picked Wembenyama. Uh,
1: you would have? I thought yeah, you were saying you picked Victor. They're both Victor. Oh, that was the Victor that you're mentioning. <sighs> yeah. I Wait. Was so, there. which one
0: did we go with? I'm confused. Ta- 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 I think Ty was assuming soccer because of they were named Victor. I would have picked the Victor Wembenyama one. I was picking the Wembenyama one. Oh, so Ty, oh, you're out.
2: Thought, I'm yeah. out.
0: Yeah, I was picking the Wembenyama one. I wasn't picking the soccer one. Yeah, we're not gonna oh. let like Tyler just
2: bully us into picking a soccer card. No way. Well, he
0: thought it was because they were named Victor that he, we were going that way. Yeah, I see Victor. the I
2: see the mix up. I see how he got there.
0: Yeah, no, to me. But okay, it is so, Wemby. Jay, pull that back up. Wimbo. I'm picking the 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 yeah Wembo as he called it. I'm picking the Wembenyama one. I think that's the better play. Seeing the magazines, checking the comps, grading them, taking the chance there, pulling some some solid grades, getting mm. out of all of them. I like that. Um, I like that play. I'm taking the I'm taking the Wimbo-Yama play for sure. I don't know the guy's name because Jay didn't pull it back up, but that's what I'm that's where I'm taking. He got it. Shout out to Jay. I'm
1: upset. Not this. The other Victor, 24 years old, uh, of Nigerian descent. Uh, was purchased by Napoli for a club record fee of $70 million in 2020. He won the Syria Best Young Player Award in 21-22. Highest goal-scoring African in the Serie A, and currently holds the record record for the most goals scored by an African in a single season. There's a little background on him. And that's what we got.
0: Yeah, Tanner flips with the winner.
1: I I got swerved there. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Um, but that's that. That was a good episode. Good way to start the Wait, wait,
0: wait. We got it. It's a big release week, so we gotta talk about latest launch because there's some big products this week. I was pulling it up while you guys were talking. There's some good stuff this week. So a fun one to start uh so a fun one to start out with. Leaf Pearl Multi Sport is a big one. This is one that's been talked about for a while, uh, from Leaf. But it's, uh, it's got some cool stuff on the uh, the sell sheet here, like quad autos of Lewandowski, Messi, Holland, Ronaldo, like cut autos. Uh, some big time stuff here, like a dual button of Mantle and someone else with the Yankees, like cuts, like all sorts of crazy stuff. So looks like a really high end product from Leaf. I think it's over $2,000 a box, if I'm not mistaken. I don't currently see a price, but that should be a pretty big release. And you've got some other really good stuff, like impeccable basketball. It's a pretty high end Break. That drops this week, typically like eight cards a box, $2,000 b- a box for eight cards, like high risk, high reward stuff. Uh, then you've got Donner's Optic Football, one of the premium sets in footballs coming out. Pickett, Purdy, uh, Kenneth Walker, Olave, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, a lot of those guys. Uh, Tops NBL Basketball, Marvel uh, Allure from Upper Deck, uh, and then Bowman Chrome University Basketball and Donner's Baseball. I uh, don't want to skip over the Chrome basketball because that will be big because that will have Caitlin Clark and Victor Wembanyama, uh, Bowman Chrome autos. So really their first Chrome ones. It's going to be interesting to see if he's a redemption in that as well. There's mock-ups of those cards all over the internet. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see, will we get an actual on-card auto? You saw Michael Rubin tweeted about it a long time ago. We talked about it live on the show when it happened about uh-huh. the first card I ever signed. He had the picture up and was sitting next to Rubin. Um, we're going to get that product in here. That will be a big chase. Like, yeah.
2: Nothing. hopefully they did, a, they did the full signing that day.
0: So I think that will be, uh, that will be a fun one. Um, but yeah, pretty, uh pretty big release week. So a lot of, a lot of different stuff coming out. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Should be good? Cool.
2: Cool. Yeah. Never Another better. good
0: long episode. Thank you good guys. Up. Good seeing Shout you out always. to those of you that made it this far. So we got peace and love. See you guys next week. Peace.